Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Get Preppered, the Prepper and Prepper Labs podcast in which we talk to up and coming young professionals and we hear their stories and we pick their brains a little bit to gain their unique insights and learn from the work that they're doing. So today I have with me Dana Lang, a very accomplished writer who's been producing some really exceptional work on our team for uh, several months now. It's been really great to have her. Welcome, Dana. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to have you. So uh, you are a writer. Yes. What does that mean to you? To me, it's it's really about communication and storytelling. So it's about using language in order to convey. And if in a story, um, I think the world is made up of stories and being able to tell those stories in a way that's meaningful is at the heart of all good writing. Well said. So have you always wanted to be a writer? When did the the writing bug bite you and make you think about where you wanted your future to go? I've always, I think, loved writing. I think considering it as a profession was on and off throughout my life. I've been writing stories as soon as I could write. I was writing stories. I think my mom has copies of stories I wrote when I was little where it's it's not even English because I didn't fully know how to write yet, but I was still quite determined to do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I used to write a lot as a kid too for fun. I wish I had more time to write for fun these days. Can you tell us about a couple of past opportunities where you got to develop your writing skills in different ways or apply that ability to write to different situations, maybe for different audiences? I've written, I think, for a few different opportunities. I was um, a content writer for a tech startup very briefly, just out of university, which was a really cool opportunity to learn a bit more about software development, a little bit more about regulatory industries, which is what they focused on, as well as just to kind of dip my toes into a a more professional environment and see what I did or didn't like about it. I've also written for a few different, I think four different online magazines on a freelance basis, which has been really interesting because they all had such different audiences and different purposes and being able to explore different topics and and who would be reading them and and how to communicate best to that audience, I think was a really great experience um, in honing my skill further. Can you tell us a little bit about those those different online outlets and what their focuses were? Yeah, so I've written for... Um, Beyond Fashion Magazine. I wrote for Gay Living Magazine for a while. I wrote an article for um, Comic Book News. And also I wrote for um, a magazine called Bremmy for a while doing men's fashion reviews. And all of those are just so completely different from one another in terms of of the audience, but also the subject matter. And so every time it, it was, you know, when you jump in, it's about exploring Who's going to be reading this? What interests them? What language is going to capture them? And and how to communicate effectively for that specific audience, as well as just exploring it because they aren't all necessarily something I'm inherently interested myself. So learning more about the topic up front has, has always been really important. I think a huge part of writing is learning and continuing to learn. Yeah, I agree. With, with regard to the audiences and especially all the different audiences that we, that we speak to at Prepper, I, I've become very aware that, you know, these audiences have different sets of, of terminologies that they use often to talk about the same things. It's almost like putting on that 
SEO hat where you really want to make sure that you're resonating as powerfully as you can with your intended audience's existing terminology and not trying to get them to to change to use yeah. whatever you're using or whatever you'd like to use. Right? I mean, I think um, I think it was Stephen King who once said, if you don't have time to read, you don't have time to write. And I think one of the best ways to get your head into you know, a new audience or a new space is to read what they're writing and what they're putting out there and just kind of get yourself in, in their zone, so to speak. Yeah, no, I agree. So tell us where you, uh, when you were done high school, where did you go to school and, and how did that experience further your uh, career as a writer? Yeah, after high school, I really, I had no clue what I wanted to do professionally at all, but I, I knew I wanted to continue with education. I loved school. Um, and so I just sort of looked at programs that interested me and I ended up at Ryerson University studying English. And I also did a minor in history there. And I feel like that experience was great for me in a lot of ways. I feel like just the practical experience of, of being in university, which is a little bit more independent and free thinking than high school. I think that in of itself was a great experience and learning how to think critically. I think also had some really amazing professors in terms of, of learning how to write and how to write well. Ryerson's a school that's known for being really hands-on and that's why I chose it over other schools I was accepted to. And, and I'm glad I did because I think I had a, a little bit more um, hands-on writing experience than I would have had in a different institution. And I think a history background really complemented it because history is so story-centered and so research-centered. And I feel like both of those are skills that I apply every single day. We've had a couple of great chats about history and stuff. I think we're like the token history geeks on the team. So let's talk about the, the importance of professional writing. Let's talk about the value that people like you bring to an organization and why it matters. Because I see every day, as I'm sure you do as well, there are organizations out there that don't really seem to value this as well as they should. What are your thoughts? I think it can often lack prioritization that I think it needs. Um, writing is is communication. It's how you communicate with your audience, whether they're you know a customer or a client or a partner. And how you communicate is at the very center and the heart of how you function. If you look unprofessional, people will will view you as unprofessional. And I think being able to write with consistency, um, with clarity, and in a way that reaches people is really important. I see sites all the time where I'm, I'm clicking off, I'm leaving their site because I feel confused by the writing or I don't truly understand what it is they're offering in a way that's clear to me. And I'm not going to search for that. I don't think any customer really does go digging too much for that. And I think what a writer brings to the table is clear communication. I think it's a skill that I think a lot of people think they have because, you know, they can read and write. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they underestimate the skill and the thought that, that goes into professional writing and that it's not as easy as it might look to a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot that goes into that, that copy and I think by underestimating it, people think, oh, well, it's five sentences. It'll take 10 minutes and they brush it aside and have mm -hmm. someone else do it. And I think at the end of the day, that that leaves a real gap in terms of how you're actually communicating with people. 
I agree. A lot of the time it gets kind of shouldered off as like junior work or something. It's a little like working with designers. I used to manage a huge team of designers. I was in charge of like the copy that went into all their designs. But what separated the monkey wrenches from the actual visionary writers was was one thing that I kept noticing again and again. And I notice it with, with your work as well is some writers will just sort of do the absolute minimum or they end up dictating from from some you know VP or something like that who who isn't a skilled copywriter either what a gifted writer will do just like a gifted designer will 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 be able to do they'll be able to really put themselves in the shoes of the target audience and make that most important question what does the audience need to know here not what do we want to show them i think it's not too different with writing Yeah, I mean, you could put words down, but if they aren't saying what needs to be heard, not what you want to say, but what someone else wants to or needs to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, And in addition, there's other things, you know, spelling and grammar is is absolutely a skill. Grammar is not a set in stone thing. It is something that evolves and, and structures and protocol around grammar evolves over time as language changes staying up to date with that is really key i think knowing how to avoid clichés is key and also finding a way to communicate to an audience without sounding exactly the same as every other company talking to the same audience finding a way yes. to, to differentiate yourself yeah um, i i completely agree i think that's very true and very accurate a, a lot of the time the writing that that a lot of brands produce it, it does sort of lack meaning and it does lack a distinct voice and it, it, it that that piece is is often missing a lot of the time I, i've noticed as well in previous things like the copy is the afterthought i don't understand why that is for for so many organizations you'll get a designer will will hand me a design for a landing page before i even knew that that was happening and i i'm supposed to kind of like shoehorn copy into that and so it's it's a case of We've designed for a message that we didn't even know what the message was before we we jumped straight to design. Instead of establishing the message first, figuring out that what do people need to know, what do they need to hear piece, and then leveraging a design that supports that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What information needs to be here? How do we communicate that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then how does that work with design? Like I like working with the designer and together figuring out do we need a very concise short copy? Um, am I am I working with a larger page? You know, from a UX standpoint, how does the copy I've written fit in? Is it too hefty? Do I need to pare it down? I think that's where working as a team really comes into play. No, I agree that that teamwork really has to be there as well. And often, like junior writers, have a hard time being heard. They they get sort of seen as wrenches when they could provide a lot more value. Um, and and because they're a junior, it's nobody wants to hear what they have to say. And uh, I think I think they do so at their detriment. Yeah, I think sometimes people devalue skill or or experience. Um, <laughs> writing's a tough one in that you know someone could have been writing for twenty years and someone could have been writing for five years, and and the quality of the writing is is not necessarily going to be reflective of years per se, but more of experience or background or or just a skill level that they have. Writing, I think, is is a skill and it's something you build over time, but it's also something you build with feedback. I think feedback is critical to writing and improving your writing because if if you're never receiving detailed feedback, you don't have any tools yourself to improve your craft. So you're 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 our resident 
plant person, horticulturist slash botanist, <laughs> but you're also our resident poet. And I've never had somebody who self-identifies as a poet, let alone somebody who is ready to publish their poetry. Can you tell us a little bit about that project? Yeah. So I've, I've had some of my poetry published in the past in various sort of local zines um, and magazines. Um, and I set out a couple years ago, actually, to write a complete book. I wanted like a, a full a full book and that ended up being quite quite the task because I hadn't done it before but it was an ambition of mine. Um, How many pages is a full book? The way it's currently formatted I'm I'm at around 300 pages of right. poetry. Um, but I mean that'll that'll vary depending on the final final format of it. But it's 70 odd poems. The book is titled Moonlight and it's a semi autobiographical um, poetry book I've written largely about my experiences growing up, my experiences with grief, with love, with mental illness, and sort of going through that in a way of processing and healing and reflection. It sounds uh, cathartic and courageous, and I can't wait to read it. Thanks. So what's what does the future hold for you as a writer? Where do you want to take your craft next? I'm working on a novel. I'm hoping to finish by the end of this year. We'll see how that goes time-wise. It is, again, like another um, pretty ambitious project. I also would like to continue with copywriting um, and content writing further. I think that's something that I really enjoy. I get a lot of joy and, and pleasure out of seeing my writing come to life in a digital environment. I think that's something I, I definitely plan to continue to to work towards into the future and to continue to improve at um, as well as as move forward with throughout my career. That's awesome. Well, it's been incredible working with you. It's been great to have you on the team. I've come to rely on on your work and your intuition, and you can certainly uh, run with these kinds of projects and own them. And that just and that just makes it a stronger team and an easier, more streamlined working environment for everyone. So, thank you very much for joining Prepper. Thanks for having me. I've I've loved working with you guys, and it's been a, a great environment to be in. I couldn't agree more. Thank you, Dana Lang, for joining us today. Everyone, this has been Dana, our resident content writer, talking to us a little bit about her journey. Next week, it's going to be somebody else. I don't know who that's going to be exactly yet. There's a bunch of people in the queue, and uh, it's up to me to get them scheduled. But please subscribe. Please follow along. Please check in next week on the Get Preppered podcast, and uh, we'll talk to somebody else and, and learn a little bit more. Bye for now. <laughs>